0: This is the Professional Stepdad Podcast. Where we share stories, strategies, and ideas from men just like you. To answer one question and one question only. How can I be a better stepdad? Okay, and we're live. It's been an interesting morning, stepdads. You ever get or have one of those mornings where it's you have like these ideas and these things you want to do... And then everything kind of seems to go the opposite direction. You can get frustrated and, and taken out of your element. Well, that is my last 20 minutes. The camera wasn't working. The audio wasn't working. Nothing was syncing. Was getting text messages on my phone when I'm trying to film all this stuff that's happening. And um, for a moment there, it took me out of my element. For a moment there, it took me out of my space of where I wanted to be as far as creativity goes, to be able to share a message with you guys today. But man, it's just tough sometimes. Sometimes it's tough. Sometimes mornings and things just don't go the way you're supposed to go. Question is, is that, do you have enough mental strength to identify the problem? See it for what it is, which again, these are all just minor little tiny things that are happening, right? But they still kind of got to me this morning and, but can you get past it? And the answer is yes. Can you pass it. past So Monday, July 13th, Amazing, kind of an awesome day for me because today is my middle daughter Clara's birthday. She's turning 15 today. Um, she has, she is the middle child. So she's definitely been that give and take child within my family. Uh, if you've got a middle child or if you are a middle child, you you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, always wanting respect from the older kids and then being, you know, the, the bully, I guess, to the younger ones, um, so I'm excited for her today. So this whole past weekend, I've been working uh, with a single mom of seven kids. Her name is Alicia. She uh, she's got this amazing idea for programs to kind of not kind of like help zero in some specifics on things that you may need stepdads, for the women in your life or for the teenage women in your life. As far as like, like routines and habits, right? So um, she's been helping me create some curriculum and I'm gonna be working my butt off this whole week to deliver this curriculum to her so then I can then deliver it to you guys. So, so as I started thinking about like how I wanted to go from episode 28, 29, 30 and, and above, I wanna really make sure that I get back to this whole addressing some of these questions that are on the platforms. Now, again, please remember that unless you tell me I can, I don't reveal names or the platform that I get it from because it's not fair, right? But I do think it's important to identify some of these questions because not everybody belongs to these platforms, but they could find this episode and then they could benefit from the situation that you're going through. So... I'm going to always and forever keep your, your identities quiet unless you told, you tell me otherwise, unless you say, yeah, sure, go ahead, Franco, you can share it. And then I will absolutely share, um, you know, everything that's going on as far as, uh, the information and the questions that some people have. So, um, I'm going to get kind of go right into it and then, um, want to talk about standards, raising the standards within the home. As a matter of fact, let's just start there. So. I was speaking to another stepdad this over the weekend, and he was upset that the um, he was upset that his that his stepchildren aren't doing the chores that they have laid out, that they are not um, keeping up with their responsibilities within the home as far as like their bedroom and and phone time and and watching TV and staying busy. Just these, you know, the, all the little tiny things that everybody, every one of us, who can't go back to work because of the coronavirus and now kind of live, work and sleep and eat and everything at home. There are two different ways or two different types of families that are, that are, there are are two different types of scenarios that are happening for families during this time. There are the family members and the families that are growing and getting better. And then there are the families that are declining and getting worse because they are allowing the outside circumstances of the world, um, to, kind of determined their, the way that their house is ran and their attitudes are and how they kind of see everything that's happening. So this, a lot of this has to do with raising standards. So this dad was saying, Franco, I don't understand it. You know, my, my daughter, she knows her chores. She knows that she's supposed to do uh, the dishes every Monday and Friday. And on Wednesday, she's supposed to help mom with dinner. She knows she's supposed to do that, but yet she's always finding excuses not to. She's always finding reasons not to do things, um, and then I asked him. I go, okay, well, she's she was fourteen, I think. I was like, why? Uh, why is it affecting you so much? Like, why is it? Why is it? Why is it getting? Why is it changing your attitude? And why is it affecting you so much that you're getting so frustrated that you're starting arguments with your with your partner? You know, his wife and him have been arguing so much lately because she's not making a big deal out of it. And he's making a huge deal out of it. So I asked him, you know, why, why are you, why is this affecting you so much? Why them not doing the chores or her, I think, you know, her 14, her not doing the chores, like her not keeping up with the responsibilities. Why is it affecting you so much? And he didn't have a, he didn't have like a straightforward answer for me. She's supposed to be doing the, well, it's the job. She's living in the house and I pay all the bills. Like he's throwing out all the normal cliche things that a man would say within a home but when you get down to the root of what his issues are, um, and this happens a lot of times, uh, you know, this happens a lot of times when, when you feel affected by somebody else, but in reality you feel affected because you know that your standards are not where they're supposed to be. And it's almost like you have this guilt, anger inside you. So when we got down to it, it, you know, we, we identified the fact that his standards are low. I mean, he's not following through with what he said he's going to do. I mean, since the coronavirus has started and since he's been home, he's been blessed enough to have enough savings in order to keep them going, but he's always wanted to start his at-home business and he's telling the whole family he's gonna do it and he's excited, he's even asked for the kids' help. Um, but here, here's, the, here's the problem, his standards, For his self, himself, for the gym and for work, have not been where they're supposed to be. He's made excuses not to go to the gym. He's made personal um, sacrifices and excuses not to, you know, kind of go after his, you know, the name of his company or just building. Hold on one second. Sorry, building his company the way he wants it to do. He's he's done the adult version of what children do with chores and with responsibilities, which is. We know we're supposed to do it. We say that we're gonna do it, but then we find all the reasons not to do it. So when we identified that his standards were not up to par, then, we, then we, we quickly found out why he gets so affected by his stepdaughter not doing all the chores. So when we reverse engineered that and we understood, okay, so the real problem is not her. The real problem is the fact that she's a kid, she's 14. She's a kid. She's going to make mistakes. She's going to forget. She's going to make excuses. I mean, that's what kids do. But if it's affecting you to the point where you're fighting with your spouse, then we, when you reverse engineer the the issue to the root, you find that your standards or for instance, Mike is his name. Mike's standards were low. He was not keeping up with his end of his bargain for himself, which was making him feel guilty, which was in turn making him angry. And then he would jump And it affected him when I'm trying to tie this all in, but it's affecting him because the thing that he's supposed to be doing, he's not. And that, that's what, what happened, right? That's where we are at. So this happened on Thursday. So I gave him a couple ideas. So real quick, I said, so let's, let's just like, let that go. Let's, let's stop worrying about her and the chore for a week. And let's focus back on you. What can you be doing in your personal life? to get yourself back on track so that your standards match your values. Let's get you there. And if we can get you there and we can get you moving forward, then you're leading by example. You're leading by example and you're showing your family members, um, that what you say you do, but more importantly, like you're following through, like, you know, it's a very spiritual thing for, for anyone to say that they're going to do something, especially when it comes to a goal and then actually execute it and do it. Right? So, Um, yesterday he sent me an email, um, and he was telling me that he, from Friday and Saturday, it's just 48 hours, but on Friday and Saturday, he stopped worrying about her so much and started focusing back on him. He got back on into the gym and he started writing down all of his thoughts and ideas, which then developed, you know, inspired more creativity to help him kind of push it forward. I think he said something along the lines of buying a, a domain name, which again, these are tall, small baby steps, but big, big steps when it comes to your standards, And when it got to Sunday um, and he went into the kitchen and he saw that mom was doing the dishes, he didn't get so affected by it. Like it didn't piss him off. You know, he didn't start to start a fight with his wife. Why are you doing the dishes? You know, she's supposed to be doing it. It's her chore. Instead of doing all that, you know what he did? And this was cool. This was the cool part. Because he was satisfying his own personal growth and development when it comes to himself and changing his standards, when he walked in the kitchen, he saw mom doing the dishes. Instead of complaining about it to her and starting another argument, which then the child hears in the bedroom, and now she doesn't want to come into the kitchen because she's like, I don't want to hear his crap anymore. He went into the kitchen and um, stood next to his wife and did the dishes with her. They just sat there and talked. They sat there and talked, did the dishes together. They cleaned the kitchen together. And, and they were doing that. They were just kind of in their own element, in their own moment. And he said it just felt better. It, said he, it felt like he was making a connection with his wife. Like, hey, we're, we're a team here and I got to stop complaining so much to you. And then so loud enough so she can hear it. Like change your standards, change the way you do things and how you handle things in, in a given situation and everything will change. So that's a a question I'm going to pose to all you stepdads out there. All the things that you're getting so pissed about, whether it's the bio dad, the other people, the coronavirus, the chores, the, the, the relationship with your partner, all these things, I want you to really ask yourself, are you fulfilling the goals and the aspirations that you have, not only as a man, but as a father and as a leader? Like, what are your standards? Are your standards high enough? And are you doing everything that is necessary for your values and for the standards within your home to where you're laying this foundation? So where, yes, the 14-year-old might not see the benefit of what you're doing now as far as you changing your standards. But when she's 19, guys, I know this because it happened to me, a conversation is going to happen. Some, and she's going she's gonna to identify how she remembered that and the standards and the goal setting in the building, and then it's gonna affect and rub off on them. That's just the way things go. You cannot force it upon the children. You have to display it. You have to display it in every way, shape or form, with anger, with laughter, with emotion, with love, with the connection with your partner, with how you're handling your own personal health and wealth. All these things, children just notice, they just see. Like my son is gonna be Eleven in like three weeks, and I walked into his bathroom. I get went out of town. I walked into his bathroom when I got back, and on his uh, on in his bathroom on the wall was a whiteboard, and on it was like these his six daily commitments to himself. I never told him to do this, but he's been noticing what I do, and now he wants to do it. And it's cha- it's just little tiny things are changing his standards. So I'm happy for um, for him and his, in his situation. I hope that he continues to stay on it. You cannot, you cannot force your leadership. Leadership, leaders lead. Leaders understand that when, if, if, if you demand it and it doesn't work, you have to find another way to connect so that it rubs off and it gets instilled within the, within the home. And FYI, The last thing he said was, is that he has never, he hasn't laughed this much with his partner in years. I mean, he's been so focused on trying to like take on the responsibility of the world from the virus to the others, to work, to the kids. He's been, he's been trying to, he's consuming it. And instead of sharing with his wife, he's in, he bottled it up. And it, and eventually you guys know as well, as I do is if you bottle it up, it'll pop and explode and then you're screwed. So he said he's never laughed this much, you know, he hasn't laughed this much a long time. And I'm just excited for him because if, if he continues to just develop these habits and routines and change his standard for himself, he will see that it will affect the children, but on their own time. That's another thing that you step dads have to remember. It's not about now. You have to have patience. So raise your standards very important that you remember that. Okay, so I'm going to go in a couple of things here, a couple of statements people make online, um, and then I'm just kind of address them because they're all pretty universal. So uh, did you ever find yourself catching an attitude from the whole damn house, but then the second you give the attitude back, you're the asshole? Yes. Every one of us stepdads have felt that. Every one of us dads have felt that. Every man has felt that. If you are anything like me, you know that your attitude, your nonverbal expressions, right? So how you communicate with your family nonverbally, you know that your attitude determines the attitude of the house. So when I come home in a bad mood, uh not only can the kids know it, but the dog knows it. I mean, if I come on a bad mood, the dog runs over under, under the table. The kids can feel it. My wife wants to avoid me. She doesn't want to cause any more. Kids, you know, I'll go into the office. Kids, don't, don't. Dad's not in the best mood today. So, and I hadn't said a word yet because my attitude, my, my energy that I send out is going to determine the attitude of the house. That's just the way it works when you're the leader of the home. If they don't give a shit about you, then I don't think that it matters. But let me tell you, if you're in a position where the whole family doesn't give a shit about you, get the hell out of there like run because you are not only in the not in the right spot but you're doing the family a disservice Just get the hell out of there so so the moment you give the attitude back to the house the whole house that's giving you attitude you're the asshole and how does that make you feel like you i think we've all been there before it's kind of like no matter what i do i'm the asshole it's like i can't do anything right um This is not a stepdad issue. This is a dad issue. This is an every man issue, um, especially if you're in a position to where the, the people in your home see you as the more mature one or the leader or the one that they look up to. See, that's another thing, too. As a stepdad, our children will never come out bluntly until later on to tell us how much they love us. No, let me rephrase this, how much they respect us and how much they look up to us. They, they just notice things as things happen and then they put it in their memory bank and then it comes out later. Now, as stepdads, we want the the high fives, the, re, the reward, the trophies, the attaboys, the pat in the butts now, and we can't want that. That's that's the whole narrative change around stepdads. Like, we cannot expect anything we made the decision to come into this family and we have to just tread water and do everything that's needed in the correct way, building standards and values within the home, and then it'll pay off later. You have to have patience. So for this gentleman that came home and the whole house, you know, he feels like he's being attacked by the house and then he turns it around on them and now he's the complete asshole. Um, The best thing that I can tell this gentleman right here, instead of coming on a platform and asking this question, because the answer is gonna be yes, every one of us, I would suggest that you sit down with your spouse, tell her how you feel, call a family meeting, tell the kids how you feel and open up the lines of communication with everybody. Because the problem here, and the reason that you're the asshole is because there's a disconnect in the communication section. There's a disconnect. And when there is a disconnect, it causes confusion, worry, doubt, anxiety, and fear, which is makes you the asshole. But if you can be humbled enough to understand that every house is different, every situation is different, and every argument and talk is different, but you can open up the lines of communication with your partner, talk about how it's making you feel, like have a genuine conversation about it, and then suggest that you talk with the family. I'm telling you, it it makes a world of difference if you can express your feelings verbally in a non-aggressive way like you're going after them, but instead come at them like, Hey guys, this happened. And then I did this. And then you guys treated me like that. And this is how it made me feel. And then listen to them. Well, this is how it made me feel. And then make an agreement to be better. It's like, I know it sounds simple, but it really is that simple. Open up the lines of communication first with your partner and then with your family so you can talk to everybody about whatever bad situation happened. But here's the one thing and this is a hard pill to swallow for a lot of you. You have to swallow that pride. You have to swallow that I'm a man type shit. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to tell your wife this is how it made you feel. Get rid of that that uh that macho shit because all it's going to do is cause you more hurt and anger and pain and your pride probably won't allow you to leave the family because you've made a commitment and your pride's going to keep you there even no matter how unhappy you are. And then three years pass, you finally leave and then you give stepdads like me a bad name. Stop doing that shit. Just open up the lines of communication. Real simple. It really is that simple. Okay. Um, this is the one I wanted to address because this is me. It says, I do, uh, I, I I'm a new stepdad. To a son with no real, with his bio dad is dead, um, and I've never had any kids of my own. Um, anybody have any advice? And this is a great question because when you when you're dealing <coughs> with kids who lost their dad um, tragically, you are you're dealing with a different type of animal than a dad that's down the street and that could still speak you know to you. Because in this situation, just like in my situation, it's gonna require a lot more patience. And the, at the end of the day, you have to remind yourself that everybody in the family, your immediate and then including the outside family, like the cousins, the aunts, the uncles, the in-laws, everybody is going to not trust you. They're gonna, it's gonna feel like, hey, why are, you're trying to come in here and replace so-and-so. So your job, Whether you've had kids or not, your job is to build trust. And the only way to really build trust is to get to know them, understand who they are, their communication, what their likes, dislikes, how to talk to them. Don't take anything personal. It's not about you. A lot of you stepdads, you guys make everything about you. It's not about you. It's about them. It's about the kids. It's about the family. It's about the, the commitment that you made. You know, so many of you get caught up in the outside distractions of like the, you know, like if the bio dad is in the picture and he's a complete asshole, you just get caught up. You get caught up thinking it's all about you, 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 you. And, you know, these comments on social media, you can tell it's I, 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 I. And then, uh, This is a reminder. Kiss you, baby. It's going to go off one more time. So I'm going to let it. And then I'm going to tell you what that is. That's my Alexa. This is a reminder. Kiss you baby. So I don't know if you can see, you guys can hear that, but this is a reminder I said for myself for 7 a.m. every morning, that when it goes off, I go kiss my wife. Her love language is uh, personal Dutch. Just give her a kiss, whether it's on the neck, on the cheek or on the lips. This is a reminder I said for myself every morning. It's a great way to start my morning. It's a great reminder, especially when you're busy men, and you have a lot going on, it's a great way to remind yourself to do things. Um, and it's, I mean, that's small, but it's so big in her world, right? So big. So, so back to this dad, the stepdad that has a a new son that his dad died. Don't try to replace um, the bio dad. As a matter of fact, for me, for like the first six, seven years, I held so much resentment towards the bio dad. Because everybody held him on this huge, this big pedestal, and they always compared me to him. And then I, I, well, let me rephrase it. I always compared me to him, to his accomplishments, to his failures. I'm all, I always did this. Um, and then I, one night or one day, I do whatever it was. I, re, I remembered that he's, he died. He died tragically, out of nowhere. One day the kids had their dad. The next day they didn't. And I remembered that it's not about me as a stepdad. It was about them losing their dad. I mean, I, I've never lost, I haven't lost my dad, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be broken up when it happens. So instead of feeling so much anger and resentment towards the man, or feeling like I had to match him, I decided to celebrate him. I wanted to talk about him. I wanted to get to know him more. I had the kids share stories about him. I watched videos with them it was important for them to remember who he was because I'm blessed to have five children. But because of this man, I don't see this guy as, as anything other than like, I, all I would like to do is say, you know, thank you. Thank you for allowing me to come into this family and to raise them like my own. Um, and they're great kids. And I want to make sure I celebrate him. So for the, for the gentleman that has, you know, the new son, um, just celebrate the bio dad. Good to know who he was. Share with him. I mean, it, trust me when I tell you this. I used to think like, shit, if I share too much about him, then they're going to still love him more than they love me. And again, that's some selfish shit, right? And it was, that means it's more about me and not more about um, them. Just being them. So, okay. And last one. Um, this one's about like extracurricular activities. This gentleman said that... Um, they were going to a recital and, um, mom, dad, and stepmom all got shirts, um, for the recital that spread something I'm assuming that had to do with the kid. Um, and he didn't, and nobody thought about him. Even though he does everything in his life to support the kids, nobody thought about him whatsoever. And, um, He said, I just feel like I want to crawl in the hole. How do I get through all days like this? My advice to him was simple, and that's self-work. There's a lot of reasons to take things personal, especially in that situation, because you're probably putting all your time, energy, and effort into the family, and then they forget about you, right? They forget to get you the shirt, but they remember the shirt for the stepmom in the situation. So... I think it's okay to be hurt in that scenario. Definitely okay to be hurt. Um, but here's, here's what you're missing, brother. You're missing the fact that you were there. You're missing the fact that you showed up. Do you think that your child is going to remember what t-shirt you wore or if you were there? What really matters here? The fact that you didn't get a shirt to match everybody or the fact that you let your, your step know that you were there for them. And that's the key, man. That's the key. Just show up, just be there. Don't worry about everybody else like you're doing. He's worrying about everybody else and he's worrying about a shirt that he's not getting and he's forgetting why he's there. It's about her. It's about the kid. It's about being there, making eye contact, telling her how great she was. Um, saying that you're going to, you can't wait for the next one. Like all these little things, but instead, you chose to put all your focus into a fucking t-shirt. And that, to me, again, I understand how you feel. Trust me. I understand how you feel. And especially in the moment, you're like, what the f... Why has everybody got a shirt and I don't got a shirt? Then you can immediately let it affect you and piss and, whoa, nobody cares about me. And 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 why doesn't anybody think about me? And, and would everybody forgot me? And me, 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 me. And I, 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 just, dude. Walk your ass up to stage, backstage to the side. Find your stepdaughter. Look at her in the eyes. Just tell her how proud you are that you're going to be in the in the crowd. You're going to be cheering on. You're going to take videos. You're going to post about it. You're going to talk. You're going to express your joy and excitement for what she's doing in her recital. And don't worry about a stupid shirt. Get your priorities straight, brother. And that comes with self-work. When that stuff like that affects you to that point where you're posting about it and you feel like crawling in a hole that tells me that your mental work is is shit and every little thing sends you down a rabbit hole that then you need to dig yourself out of and then you find yourself back at level zero again instead of increasing your levels within the family you're always going down these rabbit holes because you feel bad and you go depressed and you get angry and you get upset if you're doing the self-work you're 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 covering these holes with steel and iron so you don't go down them anymore. So when that happens and they're like, oh, I'm so sorry, Bill, we forgot your shirt. Ah, that's cool. You guys all look good. You guys want me to take a picture? Yeah, I'll take a picture, yeah. Just don't let it affect you and then focus on, yeah, you know what? But let's call her Samantha, right? Samantha's getting ready to go up, guys. I'm gonna make sure she sees me. And I'm gonna take video and I'm gonna I'm gonna boost her up because it's not about a t-shirt. It's about my daughter, my stepdaughter my family, the foundation that I'm setting, that I'm, I'm reminding my kids I'm there. I will be there. Hope that helps. Um, I'm going to kind of do this all week where I'm just going to go through a lot of these questions and then answer them. So, oh, you know what? I wanted to make sure that I did address one question before I go here. This was sent to um, the real quick to, I think I said real quick already, um, guys, Make sure to follow, uh, go to the YouTube, subscribe, uh, subscribe, yeah, subscribe, all that other fun jazz. Um, but more important, make sure you follow us on the Facebook page too, so um, we can kind of connect not only with one another but share ideas um, with each other. So it's the Professional Stepdad on Facebook, on Instagram, on TikTok, and then on YouTube. Um so if you have not got done that yet I highly recommend you do so you guys can not only stay connected but then you we can all connect with one another right we can all we can all chat Okay let's see here All right here we go So this gentleman said um I'm in a relationship with a young woman she is a single mom I have met her kid a little but uh not much uh, daughter, but can't even, okay, hold on. Schedule are both kind of, so our schedules are both kind of whack, so it's, I haven't really met her kids yet. Um, I'm not sure to how to, how to approach this, how to approach the situation as far as, like, schedules. Um, uh, okay, here we go. Then, like down with the mom, I gave her a conversation about what she expect. Okay, cool, yeah. So, basically, he said, He's young too. I think they're like twenty twenty one. His name is Gregory. Gregory did give me permission, so he's twenty twenty one. So he sat down. And he's in, and he's young, and he's in a new situation. She's got the stepdaughter. Um, he's never had any kids before. He's not hasn't really introduced himself or met you know met the children. He's a little worried and nervous, and he, he wants to make sure that it's that he doesn't screw anything up. He's got great intentions, is what I love. Because if he's asking questions, guys, that is great intentions. Um, if his intentions are pure, um, then he's going to be successful because he's already asking the right questions in the beginning instead of being prideful and trying to do this shit on his own, right? So my advice to him was, uh, you haven't met the, 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 the stepdaughter yet and you're, you're, your schedules are hectic and you guys are young and you're together. So how, you, he's wondering how to kind of navigate his way through the first bit of this journey of his. And the answer was simple, build trust build trust, build trust, build trust, patience, patience, patience. Your objective is to make a connection with the family, with mom and with stepdaughter. More important, your objective is to show stepdaughter how much you enjoy and love her mother, Um, put her on a pedestal, talk about her, hug her, kiss her, do everything you can to express your love and admiration for mom because it's going to rub off and affect the children. And then as far as The stepchild goes, when you meet her and you get introduced to her to however position you are, like this is my new boyfriend, or this is maybe your stepdad, or, you know, we're going to get married, whatever it might be, do yourself a favor and include her in the decision-making process along the way of your journey. Why? Because you want her to feel like a part of the team. Gregory, you're asking the right questions. You are starting this journey off on, on the right foot. You're not starting behind the curb. You're starting your journey off on the right foot because you're asking questions about how to do things. Like you already know your why. Your why is is that you're in a a relationship with somebody that you love and you want to make sure that you don't screw anything up. And that's freaking beautiful brother because it's genuine, it's humbled, it's, it's, it's from the heart. So include her in the things that you do, express your love and admiration to mom and make the connection with your stepdaughter in a way to figure out what her love language is, because then you can communicate with her properly. Also, figure out mom's love language, figure out your love language, like understand what's, what it's gonna take to create this like bond within your family so that when you do get married and, um, and you do kind of, you know, continue on your journey, um, that you're doing it on top of a foundation built on trust, and loyalty, respect, values, and, um, and again, like huge applaud to you for just asking questions. Um, and then he said, I sat down with her and we did decide that we are going to make time for each other and and not rush anything. That's another thing too. As stepdads, Gregory, we have a tendency to want to be the fixer. We have a tendency to want to solve the problem. My advice to you would be instead of trying to solve her problems or trying to solve the problem, try to be a light in dark corners. Like be there for conversation, for enjoyment, for happy times, um, while you are laying this foundation of trust. And if you get to a point where you you guys decide, you know what, this works, we're gonna get married, then you are starting your that journey, that part of your chapter, that part of your journey off on just an amazing, from an amazing place because you've already built the trust. You've already done the legwork. You put the grunt work in. And that's the thing, like a lot of stepdads forget to do the grunt work. We jump into the family and Greg, a huge mistake that you could make here is you go right into wanting to get the child to love you. And then you forget about mom or you forget about yourself. You gotta, you have to remember that you have to make that connection with yourself first. You have to do the work first. You have to get that mind right first when all those bad things and shitty things that are gonna happen, do happen. You can creatively find ways around it. But more important, you open up the lines of communication with you and your partner so that when things do happen, you guys aren't afraid to talk to one another. You guys can actually communicate. So then you can move forward as a team as opposed to moving forward as individuals. Stay focused productions.